Welcome to the Laser Lounge Podcast, which is a podcast for laser engraving business owners and hobbyists, both Gantry and Galva. We are here to answer makers' questions, hear others' makers' stories, provide expertise on certain topics, and in general, discuss how to help your business or hobby grow. Myself, Alicia Pate, and Nate Armstrong will host special guests in the laser lounge industry, or we may even just cover technical topics ourselves. You will be benefited by hopefully learning something new about a technique or process, or even just listening to another maker's own experience of what is working for them. We hope you enjoy our podcast. You can find us online in Facebook at the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch or on YouTube at the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. Come join us and learn something new today. Special thank you to our show sponsors, Thunder Laser USA and Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. Now let's get to today's show. All right. Hey, guys. How are y'all? Good. How's it going? Good. How welcome, are you? Welcome. I'm doing good. Just trying to sell as many machines as we can. Hey, awesome. Good. Thank you. Thank you for, for joining us today. May and I have really been looking forward to this. I know we've tried to tried to coordinate our calendars for a while and it just made sense to wait till the to the new year started. And right. so we have Grant Burridge with us today from Thunder Laser USA and he's the, the sales manager. And so we thought this would be a, a great day to get together and, and kind of talk to you about what's going on in your shop and what's coming new product line wise and uh so uh, we appreciate you coming on. And, and just another thing, Thunder Laser USA is actually a sponsor for the show. And uh, we appreciate that. So we just want to make sure that, that people know that. So Thunder Laser USA and Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. So please introduce yourself, Grant, and uh, give us an overview of kind of what Thunder La Laser USA is doing these days. Yeah. So like Alicia said, my name is Grant Burridge, and I'm the sales manager at Thunder Laser USA. So who we are, we're a a U.S. company that sells lasers that are made by Thunder Laser, our, I guess you would say, parent company in China. So we offer U.S.-based customer service and support, and all of our machines have like U.S.-based wiring, I guess you could say. That's not really a thing, but it kind of is if you look at the top companies in the U.S. But um, yeah, so one difference between us and a lot of our competitors is that we don't ship the machines here and then redo them they're made correctly the first time at our factory. Our relationship with the factory is top notch. They listen to all the requests that we have. And so anything our customers tell us, if we start getting a lot of requests, we send them over to the home office and they make those changes. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your company structure. I know that y'all are, the Laser USA is based in Texas. Mm -hmm. And I know that you guys have moved into a new facility. So how many, how much staff do you have? You know, are they remote or what does that structure look like? Just so we can have some insight into the company. Yeah, I'm sure everybody would be surprised, but on the sales side, we have me, I'm the sales manager. We have Aubrey, who's the administrative assistant and Rhonda, who's a sales rep. And currently I'm looking to hire another sales rep as we speak, have an interview tomorrow, hope it goes well. And uh, so on the support side, we have Brian, Chris Myers and Chris Lacasio. but those three are remote. They work out of Tennessee and Florida. Yeah, I'll, I'll get some Tennessee? shout out to your. Was it two, yeah, in, two Tennessee in Tennessee? And one? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, one is in they, Knoxville, one is in Murfreesboro, and then uh, Chris Picasso is in Lando Lakes. Okay. Uh, yeah, shout out to them. They're, they hover in our group a little bit. And when people have questions, 
and not only related to thunder, but tubes and other things like that. Those three guys have been great. So it shows the diversity they have to support the laser community. So tell us about your uh, facility there. I think y'all just moved to a new shop, right? We did. So if you don't know, we're in a, a building called Stitch in Heaven. I'll make a long story short. So Clay Latrell is the owner of Thunder Laser USA, but he also co-owns Stitch in Heaven, which is a quilt shop. He co-owns it with his mother. And uh, so that's actually how he got into Thunder Laser USA. They were hand cutting all the fabric and that takes forever, as you can imagine. So yeah. he looked into a faster way to do it. And he actually bought a ULS machine, Universal Laser. And um, production kept growing and they needed another machine and didn't want to spend 30, 40,000 again. So he looked into cheaper options out there and found Thunder Laser. And he started buying a, a bunch of them. I think he bought like five or so. And then eventually Thunder Laser China caught on to him and asked him to become the U.S. distributor. So we're in the same building as Stitch in Heaven to make it easier on him to, to check on both of us at the same time. But like yeah. Alicia mentioned, we, we added on this new space in the back. So Thunder Laser now has its own little section, I guess you could say, with our own demo room and all that good stuff. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about that demo room. Yeah, I'm still working on it. It's pretty basic. It's just white walls and machines, but I'm going to have it looking pretty cool here pretty soon. But I have a Aurora 50 watt fiber laser. I've got a Nova 35 100 watt and then the Odin 32 55 watt. I'm really excited about the Odin 32. That thing is fast. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, 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 there's a couple of people who have those Odins and I'm like drilling over there when you talk about, you know, production time on how quick they are. But um, yeah. So let me ask you, so people can just come to the facility and, and get a little demo tour if they want. Is that something that they need oh, yeah. to schedule or? Okay. Yeah, they would need to schedule it. So they reach out to us and we'll send them a link to our calendar and they can just pick a day and time that works for them. And there's no structure to it per se, because everybody's different. Everybody comes at a, a different learning speed. Maybe somebody's coming from Glowforge and have used a laser before. Mm -hmm. Maybe the next person has never even seen one. So yeah. it's kind of at their pace and whatever they want to see, they bring those materials and we got two hours. Yeah, it sounds like it's a pretty transparent experience where you will let the customer kind of like drive that interaction, but also with your guidance and expertise. Okay. Um, there's a question here. I don't know if you could see that. Do you have any of the competitor machines to compare um, at your demo site? I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that just because it can maybe seem like it's not a true comparison. Like it'd be, it's hard for me to voice exactly how that would work, but having all the different brands can seem a little misleading to me because you never know what a company is yeah. doing for those machines yeah. or how well they maintain them. And yeah. so I, I like to just show off what we sell here and not talk bad about anybody else or try to pursue yeah. one way or the other. And yeah. actually on phone calls with people, we will direct them a different direction with a different company if that's what's best for them. Yeah. So if yeah. a thunder's not is not what's best for somebody, then we will make sure we recommend them to somebody else that's a better fit. But Alicia, Alicia has several different brand machines that so she could probably speak <laughs> to some of the, the comparisons. I sent people to her all the time when she had the the Aon machine. Yeah, uh, it's funny, you know, you really don't see big differences in machines until you have them sitting in your room mm -hmm. and there's different ones. And that's what happened. My experience, I had an A on and then I ended up getting a Thunder just because I could get it so quick. It came yeah. to me like in three weeks. And after I had the two setting in my shop, my eyes were opened. But I, I do like, you know, the approach y'all are taking because it would be like going to a, a Ford dealership and seeing maybe a not so great, you know, Dodge there or something. And it's just 
you're right. It's kind of a, a good way to do business. So you yeah. mentioned just a minute ago about the Auroras. We have a question here that popped up that I wanted to kind of throw over to you real quick. There you go. Yeah. So the Aurora Pro models can engrave a little bit faster than the, the basic models. We refer to them as the basic models. But What's the basic model? Those are 2D boards. Now, I want to preface this. Like, I, I don't know a whole lot about fibers myself. Like I was saying earlier, I, I have one here that I haven't set up for over two months. So shame on me. But the, the big difference between the two is that the basic model has a 2D board so that you can use light burn with that one. Whereas the pro model has a 3D board and Lightburn has not made uh, okay. software for, for that model just yet. So which one do you okay. have, um, Alicia? I have the Aurora 820 okay. watt and it's got an EasyCAD 2 board in there. So I do use light Lightburn with it. Lightburn. And that's probably a, you know, I mean, look, when we kind of drug our feet on our fiber, other fiber lasers until Lightburn came out and it's just so much more intuitive, but. Um, but yeah, it's this one right here. I do a great love, question though. Yeah, I do yeah. love the um, the cover. Um, you know, I don't have that brand. I have a different brand, but it's nice to have that just for safety, especially around mm -hmm. the shop. And some of the shops are in residences, you know, they just want to reduce the overhead. And so when you have, you know, pets and kids around, having that cover looks pretty, you know, pretty nice to have for sure. Of course. Yeah. And you'll see yeah. a lot of the people that are buying the like no name or no brand Chinese fiber lasers. Yeah. They end up building a, a frame around it to protect. I have seen it. I've seen it. I'm not that um, savvy when it comes to building things like that. And so that's probably not going to be in my uh, wheelhouse, but I envy those people that have built one. Yeah. yeah so now that I have the kind of page up here, let, let's look at y'all's product line. So it, and I'm going to summarize and then let you correct me and, and feed more into it. It would seem like you have three kind of core product lines. You've got the Nova series, you've got the Odin series, and now you've come out with the Aurora series. So um, you kind of got some options on sizes and actually Gantry Galvo, you know, differences. I think most people are probably more familiar with the Nova, the, you know, the, the Galvo kind of traditional, what we think of as a laser. When I say we, it's probably my brain. If you grew up on Galvos, that's probably what you think of traditional laser. Um, but the Odins may not be as uh, familiar to some people. And then the Mini 60, I, I don't even know, is the Mini 60 close to the Odin? So just give us kind of an overview of these three, maybe four different product lines for our users, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah. So the Nova series is really our bread and butter. That's what we sell the most of. For, for people that are looking to engrave and cut and start a business with the machine, that, that's really the way to go. In my opinion, the Odin and also the Aurora are more machines that you would get after you've already owned a, a gantry. That's different for everybody, but generally that's the idea. But uh, anytime you're wanting to cut thicker materials, let's say three eighths, half inch, three quarter, it's better to have a gantry style machine like a Nova yeah. 51 or Nova 63. But the Odin line is more like the epilogues and Trotex. So it's got an RF tube in it that is air cool. You don't need a chiller for that. And uh, the RF tube will last longer and it gets finer detail. So those machines can engrave up to 2000 millimeters a second. Wow. But that's just speed. Acceleration is like five G's on that machine. So even if you went, let's say 500 millimeters a second on the Odin and then 500 millimeters a second on the Nova, the Odin will be faster. That head is really light. 
and it can travel at, at fast speeds. Now the Aurora, like we were talking about earlier, that's a fiber laser. So if you're planning on engraving metals or uh, Alicia, you use yours for leatherette patches. Yep. The Mini 60 is similar to the Nova 24 as far as size, but it's a 40 watt. And that one's more like our our baseline model, I guess you could say. Uh, we've, we've got a few of them left at the warehouse. That's why we marked them down. And we're going to be more focusing on just the Nova Series Odin and Aurora this year. Okay. Yeah. I, I really like the transparency that you guys have with your pricing. It's like to the door. This is what it costs. Like mm -hmm. there's no haggling. It so reminds me includes, of. So your price that you're, you've listed on your website, I haven't gotten a chance. I have, um, I was looking at the Odin like um, last year, just trying to see, you know, if that would benefit me size wise. So that price is everything included shipping, everything. Yep. Right? Everything you need to get up and running. The only things that don't come with, well, let's say the Nova series, for example, would be two gallons of distilled water for the chiller and then a computer. But with the Odin, you don't need a chiller. So no distilled water required. You just need a computer. Okay. Do you have Very this? Nice. Um, I know somebody is asking here um, what's preventing them um, from getting a CO2 laser is the size. You know, some people obviously have um, businesses in their residence um, to eliminate, you know, overhead or they're just getting started. Um, all of them can fit through a regular size store or maybe you can correct me if I'm 100% wrong. No, all of the Nova series machines and the Odin and Aurora can fit through a standard 30 inch doorway. So uh -huh. the Nova 35 through 63 come on a base with casters. Mm -hmm. And so you can remove the base, turn it on its back and then get it through a doorway. I actually moved a thir Nova 35 onto an elevator and then it through a standard doorway. So it can definitely be done. Wow. I, I put, I put my 63, I didn't take the base off, but I put my 63 on its back to get it between two large columns that went in my dining room. I was I about to cut through the column and I thought, okay, hold on. You're an engineer. You got to think different, right? So go to sleep, put down the wine, rethink it in the morning. And we woke up, we're like, God, you can put this on its side. And we just threw it on a blanket and pushed it on the tile. And there was no problem at all. So yeah, wow. they built like a tank. So it can withhold a lot more than you think. I mean, it can go through I mean, it travels from China to the U.S. in the crate. Mm -hmm. And even if the crate gets destroyed, the machine is 99% of the time just fine. Um, yep. Speaking of like, you know, travel and all that, I've seen a lot of people when they get, you know, their crate and they unbox it, you know, that lid, is that glass or fiberglass, plexiglass? What is it like it's, all your lids that you have there for your uh, machines? The Nova series is glass and mm -hmm. the Odin lid is uh, acrylic acrylic okay do we have any more questions here i know we answered that question about you know fitting through um normal size door kathy ray says she loves her Odin 32 yeah i'm all, all, always jealous jealous of kathy with her Odin. <laughs> i know she's got one over there so oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna ask a, a question that is kind of stepping us back one thing I, i've always wanted to ask you this specifically but any manufacturer or company uh, of, of lasers what was it like when covid hit and everybody started ordering i mean for me as a maker 
we saw the Facebook groups kind of just the big uptick of, hey, I'm home now and, you know, I might be wanting to make a little extra money. It looks like this is the thing. What did you see from your vantage point of people ordering when COVID started? Great question. Yeah. So I started at Thunder Laser in June of 2020. So kind of like right in the middle of all that happening. So I, I can speak towards like what happened once I joined in. I know Clay before me said that he was selling around 80 machines a year. And, uh, and then he hired Brian to handle support. And then he hired me to handle sales so that we could be more specialized. But I started in June, we were selling like 30 or 40 machines a month for a little while. And then it just like picked up like crazy. I think we ended up selling 500 or so that first year from June to, to December. Wow. And then it just took off from there. That's incredible. Yeah. It's that been is a crazy. steady so, increase since then. Yeah. Tell us a little bit how it works. Let's say um, I'm, I want to buy a machine. I call you guys and you do that connection with China or can I go around and go to China or how, how does the partnership work with them, with the main company in China, Thunder Laser? Yeah, great question. So we handle everything as far as the order process, sales, support here in the U.S. So you speak with us directly and then we handle all of the order process ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, you were mentioning earlier about lead times right now. We're looking at about three to five weeks. And you'll notice if you're in our Facebook groups that everybody gets theirs a little bit earlier then yeah. we project, we, we like to be a little more cautious just in case, but three to five weeks is what we're looking at currently. That is insane. That is mind blowing. I have another question. And this one um, kind of, you know, popped up uh, last week when Alicia announced that you're going to be here. And so there's a lot of people excited, you know, to have uh, that face with the brand. And so the question is, um, why uh, i mean what's the benefit let's say if i'm looking to i'm in the market and i want to buy um one of your machines um what separates you guys what makes it special obviously you're paying more um for uh, you know if you're buying for a u.s broker versus to buying direct from the manufacturer um so i wanted kind of like to see your vantage point of view and what are the benefits when it comes to buying um through thunder laser usa Yep. So you, number one is our support and our customer service. If you look at our reviews online, I think we've got like almost a thousand now or five stars. Our support is highly regarded in this industry. And I think we're kind of like the, uh, the, the goal that everybody is reaching towards. Mm-hmm. So you know that if you have a problem with your machine, you're going to have somebody who's going to help you in a, a very quick manner. I mean, if you email support right now, you'll hear back within five or 10 minutes from Brian and Chris and them that we were talking about earlier. And then after support and service, it would be our quality control. So we have very high standards when it comes to building these machines and we won't put in any low quality uh, components or parts. For Mm -hmm. instance, like our laser tubes, they all have to produce at least 10% over what we quote them at or we send them back to the manufacturer. So like 100 watt has to at least produce 110 watts. Now with these cheaper machines that you get directly from China, it might say 100 watt, but it's probably like an 80 watt. Mm. Looks like... Dave um, got to see a Nova 35 um, this past weekend, and he liked it. Awesome, Dave. And then another question that um, popped up over the weekend, too, um, is with regards to you've you've touched on uh, customer service. And now that you guys are growing and selling more and more um, each month, 
Um, there's a lot more users out there. How can you guys handle um, just, you know, the amount of traffic of um, requests going through customer service? Obviously, you're dealing with, I don't know how, ma how much percentage um, are new users versus to kind of like they are knowledgeable, but they still need some sort of like customer support when it comes to, let's say, you know, something happened and they need help tweaking something. It's really amazing how we're able to support the amount of people that we do with how many employees that we have in the company, but it all goes back to our knowledge base and our ticket system. So it, you'll see that people in the Facebook groups will like be asking questions about like, okay, what does this do? Like, how do I fix this? And then Brian or Chris will respond and say, please email support. Well, if they email support, all of us can see the ticket and respond as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And um, also the knowledge base, which I think is a huge selling point for Thunder. We have yes. articles and videos on literally everything on the machine, how to fix it, what it does, so on and yeah. so forth. So that makes it easy to, for our customers to just go in there and look up the problem that they're having and find a quick solution. So you're saying you have a huge library of um, information and video step-by-step -step process to kind of like alleviate some of those newbie, um, you know, customer support um, backlog that might happen. Um, there's a question from Kathy Ray. I think she was asking if you guys are going to add some sort of support um, where people are, you know, from your team may travel and help out um, on site. Yeah, we're not against that. It's not currently in the works just because we haven't had a need for it really. Uh, the way that our support system works with the ticket system, like I was saying, and the, and the knowledge base, we just haven't had a need to pursue traveling in person and fixing people's machines. I know some of the competitors do that. So maybe they're having different issues with the machines, but for us, it's worked out great this way. But if things change, we, we're open to other possibilities as well. Yeah, I think that that I'm going to uh, expand on that a little bit. Th this is one area that was a strength uh, for me when I went with the Thunder machine is that I, I, I like a self-service model. Like I don't want to jump in a Facebook group and go, hey, guys, how do you do so and so? I'm able to go here and find almost anything I need. And if I don't, then I can hit up support. But you guys spent a lot of time, it looks like early on in getting the knowledge base to where it needed to be. And you're continually updating it. And I think this is a huge benefit and a plus because in the early days with some of the other lasers that I had, people would hit up me in the middle of the night for, hey, I heard that you had a crashed head on this machine. How did you fix it? And mm -hmm. a lot of the makers were going into support mode. And so this has been a, one big plus star for you guys that I would say over some other competitors. Yeah. And usually the people who have their first issue and get overwhelmed and are freaking out about it, those end up being the ones that are really helpful in the Facebook groups later on because they're learning through their mistakes, right? Yeah. Yep. So sounds like right now, no, no uh, model to go into people's houses and do hands on, but because um, you're not seeing that need there. So that was a great question. Right. And thanks, Kathy. Uh, thanks for sending that in. So let me go to a couple of other questions that I had. Okay, so what trends are you seeing recently with where we're going in the future and, um, you know, kind of what are, you know, what you can reveal? What are you guys thinking of what's coming in the laser space? The trends that I've seen more recently is a lot of people going to like 100 watt and 130 watt. I would say last year 
we saw a decent amount of it, but here in the first two months, well, I guess a month and a half almost, I've seen a ton of 100 watt and 130 watts. Maybe that's because a lot of people are getting their second laser and wanting something yeah. a little more powerful to cut thicker materials. But as far as trends with styles of machines, I really look to you guys because y'all are getting a new machine every week, it feels like. So you got the UV <laughs> and all the different uh, galvos. <laughs> so yeah, I see a lot of people getting the UVs and uh, yeah. different style galvos. That, the galvo is the reason why we went to the fiber because of how fast it is and the detail yeah. on it. So maybe eventually we'll we'll get a CO2 galvo. We don't have anything in, in the works right now, but I could see that maybe being a possibility later on. Yeah. Grant, you know, a question here about um, speaking of, you know, the Galvo world. And I know you, um, Alicia pulled up the Aurora, um, the basic and then the pro. Um, there's a message here saying, um, what's the plan? Are you guys going to expand into the fiber space more or the Galvo world? We, we definitely might. I mean, right now, there's not a plan for anything over 50 watts, but if the interest continues to grow in those machines, I could see us expanding and, and growing the, the offerings of, on wattage and maybe size too. Yeah, you know, if, if I just personalize it a little bit, I think I'm speaking uh, for me. The Galvo, even us, a lot of um, more options for our product lines for our businesses at a much smaller footprint. I mean, I love my big machines and I, and I use that 63 quite a bit, but if I wanted to be able to do glass on a small scale, like I'm not going to do a glass door. I mean, you're going to do glasses, right. Or a decanter, uh, the UV and the, the footprint that it has, I can like over here, I have three on one desk. And, and I think that's what's nice. And I think if May and I were like, wow, we can fit so many lasers in our in our facilities or our labs or our shops just because of that smaller footprint. And so it's given us a lot more um, options in our business. What would you say so, May? I agree. I mean, um, the main thing would be, um, you know, space. I'm limited in space right now. Um, I'm not trying to add anything massive um just with my um it, my shop needs it didn't i don't require that and i think it's because i just kind of like changed my mindset when it comes to product offerings um i wanted to trim the fat and some of that yeah. is, you know uh, unnecessary um large machine for items that really does not speak to me or does not serve my brand and so i have done a lot of um you know if it doesn't spark joy get it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had a question come through. I want to make sure I hit it. Are, are we going to have any equipment up at the APA show? I know that I think y'all are taking some equipment up there, but I'll let you answer it. We're going to the IPA show. I, I don't remember exactly what the three letters are because there's always something different, but it's the one in yeah. Vegas, April okay. like 14th is around there. So you'll be traveling, you're going to be doing a trade show. And then when you do like um, uh, travel shows like that, what are the machines that might, you know, a, a, a potential client might see when you when you're on the road doing a showcase? Yeah, this is actually our first trade show since I've been here. So three years. Uh, I know Clay and Thunder Laser China used to do them all the time, but this is the first one since COVID. Uh, but as far as the machines going off the top of my head, I believe we'll have a Nova 51 130 watt. Uh, the 
Aurora 50 watt, I believe, as well as the Odin 22. We'll have one of each. Okay. Okay. That'll be That's nice. good. We got a question here from Kathy. Uh, what, I don't know what all equipment you guys have in the new shop, but um, it might be nice to see some, you know, test against your own equipment test. Right. And so any, any thoughts on doing something like that once you get the, the demo space all set up? Yeah, I mean, really the plan for me on this demo room here and ha having all the machines was for me to start creating YouTube content like tutorials and tests like Kathy mentioned. So, yeah, I'd be totally yeah. open to doing that. I just got to get the ball rolling on this machine. Right. Get, it yeah. get it uncreated. <laughs> or thing. May and I will come out there and we'll do uncreatings in your, your demo uh, room. <laughs> yeah, I've been pretty good at uncreating things. And so I'll be happy to bring my, you know, my tools. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have you all. We should do it. That's right. Let, let's say we've got some users or some makers out there that, you know, they're still trying to decide uh, what machine, because gosh, how many times do we see those in the, the makerspace communities? What laser should I get? Can they just call you guys and set up a time to come out if they're in the area? And I think you told us before the show started that you've even had people from Florida, California fly out to, to come see the machine. So Tell us what that, I want to come and do a demo. What does that look like? And how do they how do they engage you for that? Yeah, so they could call in or they shoot an email and we've got a calendar with our availability for demos and they can just pick a day and time that works best for them. And if there's not a day and time that, that suits their schedule, we can always work around it. Because like you said, I've had people come from New Jersey, California. I think I even had somebody come from Hawaii, believe it or not. So that's a long oh, way. Wow. It is a long way. <laughs> hey, if you're spending this much money, you got to see it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. What, what would you say is your like the sweet spot? What are most people like they go with the 51 or the 35 or, or where is that? If you could kind of guess. Yeah, I mean, it changes like every year. It feels like one machine gets more popular and then the, the next year it's a different one. But yeah. right now I'm seeing a lot of 51 130s. Yeah, I think last that's, that's, year it was the 3500. Yeah, you know, when people ask me, because I've got the behind me, I have the 35 and then the 63. And if they say, if you had to get one only, what would it be? And I think it would be the 51, because I, I'm guessing I've maxed out that machine, the 63, like three times where I would have had to have gone over 51. But I think kind of like if you're a maker and you're wanting to do big signs or cut fairly large things, the 51 seems to be a really good sweet spot and it's not, you know, overly humongous, you know, but, um, mm -hmm. and getting that 132. So. Yeah. Yeah. If I was to buy a machine today, I say this on the phone all the time, it would be the 51. So that, oh, and, uh, yeah, we, we have also have some satellite thing. demo places too. So I think this is Chris Acasio. I'm guessing it is, but <laughs> yeah. he's, he's also open. Yeah. To, I've seen his space too. I think he's got the Aurora eight. Uh, he's got okay. one of the Odins. He's got an Odin, and, Aurora 8, and a Nova 63. Okay. And he's setting on, like, right at the bay, I think. I hit, I've seen him open his shop, and there's water. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, my he's gosh. On the, uh, the west coast that? of Florida. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to sift through some comments here. Okay, there's a, there's a fun one. Is this your mom, Grant? I don't know if this is, <laughs> I think that's Reagan. Oh, I think that's okay. Reagan. <laughs> I'm like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I'm like, I'd be doing that. 
<laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. But you pulled up yeah, the four by funny. eight sheet comment. So I that's saw the that. big yeah, reason this one. for the 51, in my opinion, you can fit a four by eight sheet through the pass through. You know, a lot of people who are coming from the glow forges or maybe even a smaller thunder, they could be having somebody cut it down for them or the, the, the four by eight sheet cutting it down for them to fit in their bed or using a saw themselves. Yeah. With the 51, you can just put it through the pass through and cut it down yourself. No way. Mm -hmm. I want to see wow. that in action. Okay, that that would be on your uh, YouTube channel soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, and and if I'm, unless I'm wrong, that's one of the, the benefits of the, the Nova series is that pass-through, that complete pass-through. A lot of the other bigger laser companies don't have that. So that's kind of a nice plus. Right. Some of them have like to where you open up the lid and can stick material. Yeah. Not through it, but to the back of the machine. But ours can go all the way through front to back on all the Nova Series machines. And you've oh, wow. got a bunch of large um, materials on yours too, right, Alicia? Yeah, I have. Absolutely. I've got that 63 and it. It's nice, you know, I mean, it. we have a table saw to be able to cut down, you know, rip plywood, but sometimes it's just easier just to set that Pop single line burn and you can get it where you need it, but... Oh, Absolutely. I have a question. Um, I know, you know, when you're going through your first laser, there might be things that might, you know, maybe something is missing or something just wears out or breaks. How fast is the turnaround time for like parts and pieces that, you know, are kind of like the consumable stuff for, for lasers and um, especially on the items that you guys carry? Um yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because this year our goal is to have every single component that is on our all of our machines here in Texas. That's the goal. But right now, it, we, we can get everything very quickly. We have most of the parts here in the U.S., but if it's mm -hmm. something that we don't have, we can source it through third-party companies like uh, CloudRay or LightObject. Uh -huh. But like I was saying, the goal for this year is to have everything here. So I like if somebody that. Needs something, we just go downstairs, ship it out immediately, and get it to you in a day or two. That's going to be a huge benefit for all those thunder uh, laser owners out there. Um, Absolutely. What about order more, or, order more tubes, though. I see so many. Yeah, people I was just going to say. I mean, you've got I, I like know. twenty of them in today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys came out. I think Brian was saying there's a. You now have um, like an approved antifreeze for tubes, and you know. Do this is I'm not speaking on behalf of Thunder, but I'm speaking behalf of a maker where things can get cold. Don't rely on your power. Go ahead and put that antifreeze mixture in there and just leave it in case your power goes out. I, I talked to two guys today online about, hey, is this about the right price of a tube that because mine broke and I thought I was going to be fine, but the power went out. And I just decided here in my shop in Texas, and I'm South Texas, to go ahead and put that mixture in just because it wasn't worth the, the stress of worrying about it. Yeah, and the other thing is if you live up north and say you climate control your environment to like 70 degrees, but outside it's like negative 10, mm -hmm. I would look yeah. into getting a blast gate because you're going to have air coming in through the exhaust port and that could freeze your tube. So having a yeah. blast gate yeah. there that blocks air from coming in, that's a good idea. That's, that's a good reminder. What, yeah. what was your other question, May? I jumped in front no, of you. No, you're totally fine. No, I, I highlighted something here coming from Thunder Laser uh, USA, and I don't know what this means, so maybe Grant can um, expand on this. What is that one to three days um, for warranty? That's that lead time that you're asking on the part. Uh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. That's good. 
that's it can fluctuate a little bit. Like I know that yeah. the U.S. actually globally, there was a problem on power supplies a few weeks ago, but we're always trying to get everything out as quickly as we possibly can. And on the machines too, we have to pay storage fees at the warehouse. So we're incentivized to get those things out like right then. Yeah. I, I, so I, I'm going to ask a question. I, I don't know if you're the right person or maybe Brian is on the support team. Let's say I'm new to lasers and I didn't even, I don't even start on the Glowforge. I know nothing. And I think you get like an hour's worth of training. What does that look like? Does that give me enough content that I can probably engrave or cut something after, or, um, you know, just give us a little shed some light into what that training looks like. Yeah, we have two pre-recorded one hour trainings in the knowledge base. So when we were looking in there, there was an article called cheat sheet. And uh -huh. when, I, when somebody receives a machine, we want them to go through the whole cheat sheet, get as far as you can on your own. But those two pre-recorded one hour trainings will give you all of the basics. So I tell people, watch those first so that when you schedule your one hour training, you got all the easy stuff out of the way. But by the end of the training, you should have no issues running the machine and doing standard jobs. Like I know for me, it took me like a day or two to learn how to use the machine, but that was without videos or help or anything. So it, mm -hmm. it's not hard to learn. Good to know. Appreciate that. And, you know, one thing that's nice about the knowledge base is even if you aren't a Thunder Laser owner and you, you know, got a machine and you're not sure, a lot of times I'll pass the same information on to others, especially when it comes to, you know, freezing and how to prep your machine, because it can be very universal. So you don't have to have just a, a Thunder Laser to get in here and use it. I have a question, and I know some people that are you know, jumping and wanting to invest, um, you know, in the industrial machine, um, some of it can be, um, you know, maybe uh, they have a certain budget and also they want to um, seek out financing. Is that something you guys do or? Yeah. So on our website, we have a financing tab. And so if one of you guys could pull that up and click on that, we're partnered with Geneva Capital. Okay. And so that's a third party company that we're partnered with. We were partnered with three or four different companies, but we met with Geneva in person and uh, we went over their terms and their rates. So I think that they are the best one out there. Uh -huh. Yeah, you can get financing directly through them. Our relationship with them is very close and that process is smooth and, and very quick. How does that work? Like paint the picture. Let's say I'm a new client and I want to explore financing options. What do I go do? Do I go straightly to your website or do I go to um, a different place? Well, you can either call us, email us or go straight to the website. But if you go to the website and click right there on the financing tab and then I think it says apply here or something like that, you can just fill that out right there and you'll hear back the same day. OK, that's that's really great. And it's even got right. carries information. So if you have questions. You can call her or email her anytime. She'd love to help. So you can talk to somebody in person that handles that relationship directly. That's mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, and they have yeah, two or three people nice. that are dedicated to our company too. That's real nice. So we had a question come in on what type of uh, ratio for the RV antifreeze and distilled water. I'll pull it up while May asks another question. It's in the support uh, support area, but... May you ask the question and I'll just show the visual for that. Thanks. Great question. Yeah. So I don't think there's a ratio. I think it's 100% the pink. I think there is. Oh yeah. Right. I think I, I think there is actually Grant. I could be wrong. I used it. I feel like I used it not too long ago. 
Brian will have to comment in there, but I think it might be 100% antifreeze, but I, I definitely could be wrong. I haven't had to do that. Here it is. Time. Deployment ratio. Yeah. I can't even read that. Good. That's yeah. something I'm going to have to read it's on. Hard. Yeah. I, I need a magnifying lens to read it, but <laughs> I, it looks, I, look, I, I like that you guys have those resources available. Of course. Yeah, anytime we get a bunch of questions, we, we try to make an article on that specifically. Oh, yeah. At least that's what, this is what I've been pointing people over to. But obviously, I'm just a, a user of the machine. So, um, hey, I mean, you anyway, great question. I haven't. So you probably yeah. know more than me about that. Yeah. And, you know, I was a little bit nervous to, to do it at first. I don't know why. I mean, why be chicken about that? But, um, uh, so, so they're saying hundred percent now from support team. So follow them. Right. Um, but anyway, Robert, uh, Co-Fed has a nice YouTube video out there on how to install it, you know, how to check and make sure that you don't have any bubbles in the line. And so, uh, there's some nice resources out there if you're thinking about putting antifreeze in your machine. And again, you know, the people up North, that's their normal procedures, standard operating procedures just to put that stuff in there. I, and, uh, I just think with the way the freezes have been this year, it's probably worth doing instead of having a broken tube. Right. Um, it looks like we have a friendly um, and generous uh, Thunder Laser owner over here. She's saying she's from North Georgia. And if you want to see, if you're a maker that lives near Jenna, you can go see the Nova 63130. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I mean, that's nice. That's awesome. It's also good to know when people are opened and available to shelling machines elsewhere because we don't have machines in every location ourselves as far as Thunder Laser approved demo locations. So to have customers that are open to having people come in and check their machines out whenever is awesome. That's why the Facebook group's a great place to ask because I may know somebody that's five hours away from you. But mm -hmm. if you get in the Facebook group and ask to see a machine locally, you may have somebody that's an hour away from you. So. Yeah. And then again, as we said, there's that conference that's coming up in Vegas. I know of at least 10 makers that are heading out that way and are talking about meeting up. So it's a good opportunity to kind of come out and see the new machines. Definitely. Well, we're going to try to wrap it up here just so we can be respectful on time. And um, I'll, I'll leave it, hand it over to Grant for any kind of final words you want to say about, you know, your, your company, where you're going, or if people want to reach out to you, how do they contact you? So, so Grant, go ahead, take it away. Yeah, I mean, if you'd like to talk to us, you can call anytime, email anytime, or schedule a call online. We've got a, a Calendly. It's like a calendar where you can pick a day and time that works for you. So if you're more suited that direction, definitely do it. If you need to get with a husband, wife, or a coworker, you can just schedule that time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're a growing company that has really good customer service and support. I think we're leading the industry in that region. So if you're wanting somebody who's going to be by your side the whole way through the process, I would definitely go with us. Awesome. Thank you for that. And again, it's, it's no secret that I'm a brand ambassador for Thunder. You can look behind me and see, I, I believe in the brand and, and uh, you know, I'm just an engineer at Chevron by day, but I, I love the, their equipment and, and the relationship that you guys, how you carry yourselves and very professional. And uh, you just have a, a joy for providing equipment for the maker industry. And I have nothing but great things to say about the company and Thunder Laser USA. Thank but you. thank you very much for your time thank today. You. Uh, I know we've had a lot of people say we want to hear Thunder, get them on here. 
and uh, we appreciate the time that you were able to give us. And uh, we will put this video over on YouTube and it will also create a podcast so that those that prefer to listen to it as they're driving in can get a, can get a listen to it. And again, we'd like to thank our sponsors. They are Thunder Laser USA for the, uh, the Facebook page and podcast and also Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. So y'all have a wonderful day and May and I will be bringing you more content next week with a new topic. Thanks guys. Thank you guys. Thanks Grant. Thank you. Bye. Thanks.